This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders. This is Cherry Agarwal and we are back to discuss what made news, what didn't and some things that shouldn't have. Today, we have two guests for the podcast. Arup Roy Chaudhary and Prem Shankar Mishra. Arup is assistant editor at Business Standard and covers economy policy. He's been a journalist for over a decade now and likes to report on behind the scene government affairs. Also joining us over the phone later is, as I said, Prem Shankar Mishra. He's a senior correspondent with NBT Lucknow. He has previously worked with Amar Ujala, Tenik Bhaskar, and covers politics, government department, and the RSS. Mishra has broken the story about discrepancies in teacher recruitment in Uttar Pradesh, following which the High Court took cognizance in the matter. From where I see it, it's pretty much the impact of his story. So he'll be joining us to give us more details about that. We also have a special correspondent, Amit Bhardwaj. Amit requires no introduction. Hello, Amit. Hello. And we also have Gaurav Sarkar joining us. Hi, Gaurav. Hi, Chari. Nice to be Hi, here. Hi, Arup. Hi. <laughs> so let's go directly to you, Arup. Like, we are hearing so much about the RBI. There's a rift between the RBI and the government. Could you just to give us an introduction, tell us what has led to this fallout or what's happening behind the scenes? See, when it comes to uh, the government uh, being at differences with the Reserve Bank, it's nothing new. I mean, the very nature of their offices ensure that you know, there's always some disagreement between the office of the finance minister and the office of the RBI governor. The most common point of difference is the interest rates. And that should be how it is. It how is, it should that's be, how right? it should be, right? Because the RBI is focused, apart from being a custodian hmm. of banks and custodian hmm. of government wealth, hmm. it's also custodian of you know where the inflation rates are. Hmm. And its biggest uh, weapon against in fighting inflation is it interest raising interest rates. Mm. But when RBI does raise interest rates, growth slows down. And that's the government's concern. Yeah. There's always been differences. The current issue is was, it started out as an issue-based, a sort of as a topic-based set of differences. Mm-hmm. Then it uh, then it descended into a personality okay. contest, right? Mm. Uh, so uh, currently there are a lot of issues which uh, the government really has a problem with uh, what, the, what the RBI is doing. For example, uh, we have something called the PCA norms, the mm. Prompt Corrective Action norms, where, where it was introduced in 2017. These, these would take the worst of the state-owned banks and put them mm. under some control. Like they cannot lend as much as they mm. used to and, you know, curb their lending activities. And these are necessary measures? Yeah, these are necessary measures. There are 11 or 12 banks. But what the government is trying to do is? The problem is that the government agreed with PC wholeheartedly in 2017, March, mm. April 2017. Now the problem is they realized that these 11, 12 banks which are under PCA, mm. they cannot lend to the MSME sector, the Chota Vyapari, which is the BJP's core vote bank. Before the elections, the elections are before the elections, if these guys don't get their loans, they don't get credit, there will be a business slowdown. Hmm. Another issue is uh, on the issue of what we call the uh, capital reserve framework. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Reserve Bank of India, apart from its forex reserves, which is around four hundred billion dollars or so, it keeps around nine to ten lakh crore of domestic reserves. What it call uh, a risk for for any risk in the banking system, if it needs to release money into the system, this is what it keeps it for. Now every year, Reserve Bank of India pays dividend to the government. Some sometimes fifty thousand crore, sometimes ninety thousand crore, forty thousand crore. The government's assessment assessment this time is that uh, the Reserve Bank of India is very conservative when it comes to holding back these reserves. 
maybe it needs to release more of the reserves to the government. The government is asking for some 3.6 lakh crore worth of money from the Reserve Bank. It's really beneficial for them at a year, just an, during an election year, when the government is to spend a lot, they already have higher than budgeted spending mm. on MSP, on MSP for crops. They have higher than budgeted spending on Ayushman Bharat, on oil subsidies, on fertilizer subsidies, on a lot of things. And GST revenues will be falling short of their budgeted target. They need this extra money. Mm. They're asking RBI for that. They're kind of forcing RBI for that extra money. Uh, that is one of the issues where uh, Urjit Patel put his foot down. There mm. are other issues like what we call the February 12th circular, where the RBI in February, like February this year, they issued a statement without consulting with anyone and basically removed all other options of dealing with bankruptcy or willful defaulters apart mm. from the National Company Law Tribunal and the bankruptcy process. Correct. There were other processes through which banks discussed with the lenders, kept on extending dates, something called the Joint Lending Forum, these things, they just removed. Now, the problem is this takes a lot of companies to NCLT mm. and there are just 10 to 12 NCLTs around the country. Mm. They don't have the capacity to deal with so many bankruptcy cases. And it's kind of led to a slowdown in recovering that money. Then there are the power sector NPAs. Okay, I will cut yeah. you short yeah. here, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that's coming out is you saying that this is very healthy between the government and the... Theoretically, it is. Now, how does governance work? How does bureaucracy or diplomacy work? Be it any regulator, be mm. it CBI, be it SEBI, be it RBI, be it any body, mm. you give and you take, mm. right? I've spoken to a lot of former secretaries of the finance ministry, those who have now retired, but those who have had long history of who dealing with governors of the past. Yeah, how things work? You know, people who have worked, people from the finance ministry who have dealt with Subara, with Rajan and other governors. They are saying there has to be some give and take. <laughs> Fine, maybe I can say, fine, I will not ask you for the extra money. Hmm. Keep that reserves for any crisis in the bank system. I will not ask you for 3.6 lakh crore. In return, can you please compromise on the PCA norms? Can you please hmm. compromise on power sector So NPAs? that compromise has not happened. Exactly. So somehow, see, apart from the formal channels of communication between the finance minister and the ministry and the RBI and the governor, there are always informal channels. There's always the phones, phone calls. There are always WhatsApp and all that. In the finance ministry, the informal channels of communication are pr primarily handled with RBI, are primarily handled by the Economic Affairs Secretary Subhash Garg and the mm -hmm. Financial Service Secretary Rajiv Kumar. Okay. A lot of this is has been now put at Subhash Garg's door. Yeah. Uh, he sort of refused to compromise on a lot of issues. He's the one who but drafted... But he's within his right to do that. He, I mean, I understand there has to be a compromise. He drafted three letters, three, three pieces of communication in which there was an implied threat that listen to us or we will impose Section 7 of the RBI Act. Now, Section 7 of the RBI Act is basically, and this is true for acts of all. There is something similar in the SEBI Act also in other regulators also. Section 7 of the RBI Act uh, essentially in layman's language states that if the government sees something needs to be done in public interest, hmm. it can stop advising the RBI, invoke Section 7 and direct the RBI instead of just advising the RBI to do it. Now, legally... So correct me if I'm wrong, that would mean that RBI would no longer be an independent authority challenging yes, the government? there's a legal problem there because okay. the RBI, nowhere in the RBI Act or any other piece of legislation is the point of independence mm. explicitly mentioned. It is but assumed. So you're saying the autonomy that the RBI get is an assumed autonomy? It's an institutional autonomy without any legal backing. Okay. 
now the nature of these bodies is such that whenever and this has been happening since nehru's time whenever governments try to run their writ upon rbi there's always pushback from the rbi mm-hmm. the governments always try to appoint a governor who they think is pliable who they think will do their bidding which is what the media perception of urjit patel exactly. has been now so- rajan was an exception rajan was very critical of the manmohan singh mm-hmm. government as well yet he was appointed but before that subara was a finance secretary mm-hmm. from finance ministry he was moved to the rbi right uh, jalan was a bureaucrat we have so many bureaucrats who became rbi governors in fact uh, i think uh, i did a story a long time back i forgot and i think 56% of all rbi governors have been former finance ministry okay. secretary so they think this guy is one of us he listen no, to I us but i do want to hear your thoughts on whether urjit patel is actually yeah exactly so i'm in- coming to that hmm. uh, and they they appoint these guys they will think but the once a person becomes the rbi governor mm-hmm. then the interest of the rbi is paramount same with urjit patel everyone thought oh he's modi's man right not very vocal he, they, they, to them his biggest advantage was he he has a problem with speaking to the media hmm. yeah uh, that's why in, after he has a demonet- problem with speaking to the media generally he, he has a problem not he has a communication speak. problem okay. let's be very honest even after uh, demonetization it was not him who gave the press conferences it was the mm-hmm. finance ministry guys who gave the press conferences so he has sort of he doesn't communicate as much as rajan did for them mm-hmm. it was great he was Raj, he was modi's man but as the rbi governor mm-hmm. he has put his foot down ki boss this is where you by by threatening section 7 this is where you are impeding upon my or impeding upon my independence mm-hmm. right as a central bank that's why his deputy governor viral acharya made that speech last week where he specifically said governments which do not respect the independence of central bank will face the wrath of the markets and that is why stories were selectively leaked to business mm. media about the section 7 thing and all that so yeah i do want to ask you about the business media but before mm. that mm. uh i think amit wants to come in before this happened when section 7 stories came out in the media uh this government probably uh puts out everything in a way that whatever is being carried out is historic it's happening for the first time in the seven past 70 years country is developing for the first time this is probably the first prime minister that india before 2014 had, yeah, never developed yeah india never developed <laughs> but there are things which is which are actually happening for the first time as a person i mean i have been covering politics for barely 2 3 years now but there's a you know uh, language body language which you have to decode this government has led you know there have been several first times demonetization the way it was executed the crisis which followed the way finance minister refused to accept the mistakes done the blunders done then you had cbi crisis and amidst the cbi crisis you have the rbi crisis what amazed me and why i was surprised is while the business newspapers covered it while the newspapers rather covered it there was not a panic or outcry on tv channels about this issue this was probably even bigger than what is happening in cbi right now this is a direct confrontation and the fact that section 7 and the way it was threatened or there was an you know uh, first uh, when the news came out we felt that government has probably tried it has already used section 7 which has not been used uh, in the past several years ever since the rbi was formed if i'm not wrong so why the electronic media or the tv media will not choose to report the way it should have or the way it reported on cbi crisis number 1 number 2 what is there in this government's 
head or thought process when it goes on to threaten the RBI and also when you know the, you have to look at the timing the CBI crisis going on the supreme court judges have already came out and spoken against uh, the government and then you have entire campaign to derail the C- present CGI to accuse him of things that you know none of the CGIs before I'll, would have I'll tackle the second question first uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> see uh, there is a way things work right deals are stuck compromises are deals i don't mean monetary deals it's like a uh, quid pro quo deals are stuck Ki you do this i'll do this there's still deals yeah i mean no it's it's that's how governments are that's how a government is run hmm. right Ki you do this i'll do this between the government and the judiciary government and its regulators government and its investigative agencies now there is a way to do these you compromise you sweet talk them you you know there is always it's always behind soft the scenes diplomacy. Yeah, soft diplomacy track to diplomacy whatever you might call it the problem with two people in this government the bjp president and the prime minister is that they think gujarat the way they ruled gujarat india can be ruled you cannot bully your way into these things and that body language that as he spoke that thought process is is you know is streaming down into the rest of the you know government the rest of the ministers and the bureaucrats you cannot run the government by you know simply grabbing everyone this craft and i can do my bidding they will not right now it is bad optics for them immediately after cbi comes rbi right and we have from good authority i mean uh, that if in the next board meeting of the rbi on uh, november 19th if these issues these is- these contentious issues are not sorted out uh, urjit patel may just put in his papers and imagine how bad that looks you did not give rajan an extension urjit patel was your man and now he will also resign right so yeah this is kind of coming back to bite them because this is not how governments is I mean, supposed to work it's not just bad optics it will also be bad for the rbi it will, it will be bad for in foreign investors will panic imagine the headline in the foreign wires yeah. modi's man mm-hmm. as rbi governor resigns like something like this right so which has already happened by the way sorry to interrupt like not the in rbi's case but arvind subramanian's case yeah arvind no actually arvind subramanian uh, yeah in a way yes but uh, i'll come to that they really didn't share a good relationship <laughs> uh, now Yeah so you cannot you cannot bully your way into running a government aapko samjho you want to take his first question samjhota karna padega karna padega first question is i know for a, i'll be i will be i'm was happy that general news media not business mm-hmm. the general papers mm-hmm. covered the issue pretty well business media be it television like cnbc et you know or the papers like mint bs mm-hmm. et they covered the issue really well the general channels do not have the bandwidth or the intelligence to cover this i mean even let's be very even, honest even like i want to sort of they don't have one good reporter mm. they, they cover policy on the other front like maybe defense they have good reporters mm. external affairs good but something as technical as economic policy or power policy or or trade policy they can't they mm. don't they don't see ultimately it comes to the same thing what we all know to be true you need to invest in good people hire good people to be able to cover those stories mm-hmm. right i don't think a republic or a times now will have a good rbi reporter <laughs> but mira now did a uh, good debate on this that day i i i will reserve my comments on mira now these so called liberal channels also i the general channels i found them very wanting when it comes to reportage but i'll i'll reserve my no, comments on that since we talking about the media yeah. i do want to ask hmm. like there's a lot of talk about how the business press is dying in terms that it hasn't broken a story in long time and it's also been attributed to the tyranny of pr i mean there are pr companies which sort of gatekeep your access to corporates I mean deep investigative reportage on corporate affairs on See uh you can break down business reporting into a few beats few sp- mm. I mean broad beats not specific beats Absolutely. one is corporate mm. from bombay mm. mostly from bombay second is banking again mostly from bombay then comes policy which is mm. mostly delhi and mm. politics as in political economy as it pertains to business and corporates that's again mostly delhi now the thing about pr is true for the corporates be it mm. delhi bombay wherever 
they really i mean for example even if you want a 5 minutes with the ceo or a ceo there'll be five pr people sitting trying to mm. correct every sentence of his mm. and you're like boss i don't need you mm. me and he's an adult he's a fully functioning adult he can talk but that happens with bureaucracy it's less so if you make sources there will not be five people sitting trying to correct them mm. you can just have a conversation with them there are two pressures here one is the pressure of corporate interest and pr we know there is one man who pretty much controls most of media through various <laughs> investments do you want to name this man thank you so much meri nokri kar rahe hain when it comes to uh, policy and political news out of delhi for business media also the same pressure which applies to other channels and papers hmm. does hmm. that mantri se call aa jayega hmm. ya fir kisi se upar se call aa jayega you have to be very careful because this is hmm. you know you are directly na- say implying that this action was done by the pmo or the finance ministry or so the corporate affairs minister so since you do a lot of behind the scenes stories how many calls have your editors gotten for your stories good thing is they protect us they don't tell us beech mein jo bula kar bolte hai acha tumhari story mein bola tha isne ye basically we take it as acha so usne notice kiya bade bade aadmi ne notice kiya theek hai achhi baat hai padha to usne ha so we don't we don't really the good thing about bs i would say not just because i work there i worked in many companies they really value editorial independence we have right. been very critical of the government be it demonetization be it the, how they handled the ilfs affair how they handled gst mm. you know how various corporate issues and you know policy issues are handled i mean we even spoke about i mean we had a top editorial on mm. also on this whole beef issue and the lynching issues which most business papers won't have we our paper has touched topics our editors have touched topics with most business papers won't okay so yeah we've been talking a lot i want to bring in gorov gorov do you want to win on this sh- this issue and if not what do you what do you think the media missed or what do you think the media overcovered over the past week so i have a question actually for both of y'all um, absolutely there's always a power struggle between say technocrats and politicians right that i mean that's that's almost existed forever but there seems to be a lot of concern and voice in the media by holding the government scholar saying that no you are not right to you are not entirely right in threatening the rbi with section 7 but hasn't the rbi itself also shut itself down in a certain way and they and they don't you know, make yeah, you are absolutely right so there are two issues here one is uh, obviously uh, i agree with a lot of points that the governor has made when mm-hmm. the governor said has been saying it again and again that the rbi when the pnb scam broke and all these mm-hmm. issues came to the fore when the, the, he said that the rbi does not have the, the government said what was the rbi doing he said mm-hmm. the rbi does not have the same powers over state owned banks as it mm-hmm. has over private banks mm-hmm. now if there is evidence or even you know complaint about malfeasance mm-hmm. or wrongdoing in a private sector bank the rbi can invest i mean once an investigation once it's been proved that there is a wrongdoing the rbi can tell the management take a hike hmm. it can actually fire the bank's management it can tell them you know replace you can tell the board replace your management in case of a sarkari bank it has to go through the finance ministry hmm. it doesn't have the same power so a lot, lot of these issues i do agree with the governor like why should the pre- payments regulation i kind of agree with the rbi's point of view that is intrinsically linked to the banking system and money so payments is regulation should be with the rbi but i'm not very well versed on this particular topic but you know is it regulation. is it so the other point huh? the rbi point about this governor people have been kind of complaining mm. they did go to the pmo i just what mm. i heard mm. that uh, he doesn't meet he doesn't meet industry he doesn't have time to listen to industrialist concern he doesn't mm. have time to listen to bankers concern we talking about urjit patel yeah yeah so mm. the man who was pmo's man suddenly the pmo doesn't like him anymore mm. because a people lot of people have gone to the pmo and said he sunta nahi i mean in the sense he doesn't even listen to our concerns mm. with as a governor perhaps you should you should give them do whatever you want to but give industry, india ink a hearing mm. give the bankers a hearing listen mm. to them so yeah there is on the both side but mostly the government i would say is wrong simply because section 7 there is a reason section 7 has never been imposed mm. 
since the RBI Act came into force, it has never been imposed because it sets an extremely bad precedent, mm. right? The government is also right on some point of views on certain issues that maybe you ease it a little bit on this so we can increase credit to small sector industries and all that. But there is a way of doing it. And I think what you're trying to say is both of them have sort of had missteps. Exactly. These were issues and suddenly you up personality. Likar aare ho. You're hmm. getting in a personality fight in what could have been dealt with hmm. on an issue by issue basis. But since you brought up PNB, I do want to ask, I mean, that was a story that the business press could have broken. I mean, the amount, the worth of the LOUs that were given away. That hmm. is the story that I would have expected to read in the front page of business we newspapers. Only, we can only break it when it appears in the exchanges, right? I mean, you... Hmm. I don't think any reporter will I mean, have that is where will have sources in a particular branch in. in a particular <laughs> branch that too I know which branch is it this is for the branch in uh, Fort this is their corporate banking branch in Fort I don't mm. think any reporter went to mm. that PNB branch and so yes I perhaps I have, but isn't that true for all media there are a lot of stories which all media could have broken which is why not. we hope for yeah. more accountability and yeah, more and, transparency but I would still say I would still say business media compared to general media papers mm. still have some credibility even general papers and business papers. Mm. Television media, business media is way more credible than general television media. Okay. Any day. Beat CNBC, ET now, Bloomberg TV, whatever. They are way more credible. So my last question on this topic before we move on to the other topics is, I mean, like we've been repeatedly talking about this, that this governor was the BJP's man. That's what people is thought. He, exactly. He's is his own man. Like any mm. other governor, he's his own man. Again, Governments appoint a governor who they think will be their man. Once you become the governor, so you, you are your own man. So do you think this perception was created by the media? No, this was actually created by the government. Okay. Our man is. Off record briefing, tell us that our man is. Now they are like, this guy was good. I have actually heard from a very, you know, very credible or a government mm-hmm. official, that man was good. I said, sir, you are the man. He said, what can he do now? They don't want him to go. They don't want him to resign. It will be bad PR. But if he resigns, what can they do? We have with us Prem Shankar Mishra, senior correspondent with NBT. Sir, Aapki's uh, story has had quite an impact. The High Court has taken cognizance, but right. would you give us more details of what's happening uh, on the ground? From what I read, some students, protesting students were also beaten up. Basically, there are two things in the whole situation. One thing is the CBI judge. भर्ती में पहली बार नियमों में परिवर्तन करके लिखित परीक्षा कराई गई थी और लिखित परीक्षा के मूल्यांकन में काफी गड़बड़ियां सामने आई थी जी जिसको लेकर सरकार ने भी अपनी जांच कमेटी बनाई थी और मामला हाई कोर्ट भी पहुंचा था तो उसको उसकी जो कमियां थी जो गड़बड़ियां थी उसको मीडिया ने हम लोगों ने भी उसको काफी प्रमुखता से छापा था उसके बाद सरकार ने जांच कमेटी बनाई थी और उसकी इंक्वायरी कमेटी की रिपोर्ट जो है डिले हो रही थी उसको लेकर भी हाई कोर्ट ने कई बार फटकार लगाई थी सरकार ने जो अपनी जांच कमेटी की रिपोर्ट सबमिट की उसमें कुछ एक अधिकारियों को उन्होंने पनिश किया इसके अलावा उसमें उन्होंने जो सरकार की जांच रिपोर्ट कहती है वो ये कहती है कि पूरे मामले में कोई क्रिमिनल इंटेंशन नहीं पाया गया ये मामला लापरवाही का था और उसके आधार पर उन्होंने जो ऐसे स्टूडेंट्स जो रिटर्न एग्जाम में वास्तव में पास थे लेकिन मूल्यांकन की इवेल्युएशन की गड़बड़ियों के चलते फेल करार किए गए थे उनको नौकरी देने की पहल की और ऐसे लोग जो वास्तव में फेल थे लेकिन पास होकर नौकरी पा गए थे उनकी स्क्रूटनी की प्रक्रिया चल रही है ये रिपोर्ट हाई कोर्ट के समक्ष रखी गई थी लेकिन हाई कोर्ट इससे सहमत नहीं हुआ उसका ये कहना था कि इसमें कहीं न कहीं जिस तरह जिस लेवल पे फ्रॉड हुआ है जिस तरह से गड़बड़ियां हुई है उसमें ये जो रिपोर्ट है ये अफसरों की एक तरह से स्किन बचाने के लिए खाल बचाने के लिए की एक अवायद है और इसमें सही कार्रवाई नहीं की जा रही है 
और एक बहुत ही और इम्पोर्टेंट कमेंट हाईकोर्ट ने कहा हाईकोर्ट के लखनऊ बेंच ने की कि पिछले 20 सालों से लगातार ऐसी स्थितियां हैं यूपी में चाहे वो चयन बोर्ड हो चाहे गवर्नमेंट भर्तियां करा रही हो चाहे जो कमीशन हैं कभी उसमें पर्चा आउट हो जाता है कभी अफसर करप्ट पाए जाते हैं कभी कुछ और गड़बड़ियां आती है तो लगातार भर्तियों में गड़बड़ियां होती है और हर बार एक जांच समिति बना दी जाती है जो जांच समिति बना के वास्तव में जो अभ्यर्थी हैं या जो कैंडिडेट्स हैं उनके दिमाग को उनके माइंड को डाइवर्ट करने की कोशिश की जाती है और अफसर बचा लिए जाते हैं इसलिए इस मामले की सीबीआई जांच जरूरी है और हाईकोर्ट की सिंगल बेंच ने सीबीआई जांच के आदेश इसमें जारी किए हैं हालांकि सरकार इसके खिलाफ डबल बेंच में जाने की तैयारी में है या सुप्रीम कोर्ट जा सकती है जो भी मतलब लीगल मेजर्स उसके ओर से हो सकते हैं वो लेने की तैयारी में है वो हाईकोर्ट की ओर से सरकार की ओर से अटॉर्नी जनरल ने हाईकोर्ट में ये कहा भी था कि हम सीबीआई जांच के पक्षधर नहीं है इस मामले में सब दूध का दूध पानी का पानी हो चुका है लेकिन इससे हाईकोर्ट सहमत नहीं दिखे और इसमें इस मामले में सीबीआई जांच क्या देती है सर सो वॉट वो दोटेस्टर्स जो प्रोटेस्ट कर रहे थे वॉट वो दोटेस्टिंग अगेंस्ट एंड उनको ऐसे इतना बेरहमी से मारा क्यों गया देखिए इसमें दो चीजें हैं दरअसल जो इस पूरी भर्ती के दौरान प्रोटेस्ट कई लेवल पे कई बार हो चुके हैं जी मुझे एक बार फिर थोड़ा सा बैकग्राउंड में जाना पड़ेगा जी जी जब ये भर्ती शुरू हुई थी तो इस भर्ती में जो पासिंग कट ऑफ है वो रखा गया था ओबीसी एंड जनरल के लिए 45 परसेंट और एस सी के लिए फोर्टी जब रिटर्न एग्जाम होना था उसके ठीक एक सप्ताह पहले इसके कट ऑफ बदल लिया गया और उसके कटाव घटा के कर दिए गए 33 परसेंट फॉर जनरल एंड ओबीसी एंड 30 परसेंट फॉर एस सी जी तो जब रिटर्न एग्जाम हुआ तो जो स्टूडेंट जो कैंडिडेट्स थे उन्होंने 30 और 33 परसेंट uh, को पासिंग मार्क पासिंग कटाव मान के एग्जाम दिया एग्जाम के रिजल्ट आने के ठीक एक हफ्ते पहले हाई कोर्ट ने uh, कुछ अभ्यर्थी इसके खिलाफ हाईकोर्ट गए थे हाईकोर्ट ने इस कटाव को सेटिसाइड कर दिया और उसने कहा कि जो पुरानी कटाफ है 40 परसेंट और 45 परसेंट आप वही कटाफ जारी रखिए जी उसके आधार पर रिजल्ट घोषित हुए जो ये अभ्यर्थी प्रदर्शन कर रहे हैं इनका ये कहना है कि 30 और 33 परसेंट अगर कटाफ होती है तो हम सेलेक्ट हो जाते हैं अच्छा तो आप इस कटाफ को चेंज करिए अच्छा सरकार का ये कहना है की ये हाईकोर्ट का ऑर्डर है की पुराना कटाफ होगा जी उसमें हम कुछ नहीं कर सकते हाईकोर्ट का आदेश है हमें उसका अनुपालन करना है जी पूरा प्रकरण ये है लेकिन है क्या कि कहीं न कहीं कम्युनिकेशन के संवाद की एक बड़ी कमी है लगातार जिस तरह से खासकर बेसिक शिक्षा में लगातार जिस तरह से यहाँ पे मामले आ रहे हैं भर्तियों को लेके प्रदर्शन के दौरान लाठी चार्ज के और उसमें उसमें साफ दिखता है कि कहीं न कहीं कम्युनिकेशन की कमी है अफसर चीजों को ठीक से हैंडल नहीं कर रहे हैं पूरी ये भर्ती अफसर शाही की गड़बड़ियों के चलते फुसी जिसमें सरकार को किरकिरी उठानी पड़ी और उनकी ठीक से जवाबदेही तय नहीं की गई अगर अभ्यर्थियों से मिलकर बात कर ली जाए उनको एक सम्यक आश्वासन दिया जाए या जो वस्तुस्थिति है उसको स्पष्ट किया जाए तो शायद इसका समाधान निकल सके दूसरा सरकार के पास एक पूरा सिस्टम है आपके पास एल है आपकी अपनी एजेंसीज है आपको पहले से पता होता है कि कौन सा प्रदर्शन होने वाला अभ्यर्थी बता के आता है कि हमें प्रदर्शन करना है कौन सा प्रदर्शन होने वाले हैं कितनी नंबर में गैदरिंग होंगी उसका ट्रैफिक पे क्या इम्पैक्ट होगा उसका सिटी में किस तरह से उससे क्यों होगी क्या लैंड ऑर्डर पे इम्पैक्ट होगा ये पहले से पता होता है तो उसकी तैयारी पहले करनी होती है लेकिन होता क्या है अक्सर की गैदरिंग बढ़ जाती है घंटे दो घंटे तीन घंटे प्रोटेस्ट सामान्य चलता है उसके बाद जब पूरा ट्रैफिक डिस्टर्ब होता है पूरी सिटी की लाइफ डिस्टर्ब होती है सारी चीजें डिस्टरबेंस बढ़ता है प्रेशर बढ़ता है उसके बाद ये लाठी डंडा शुरू हो जाता है और इसके चलते स्थितियां बहुत खराब होती हैं तो ये कहीं न कहीं एक संवाद और प्रबंधन की एक बड़ी कमी दिख रही है प्रेम सर अमित बोल रहा हूँ 
अभी हम लोग पैनल पे एक तरह से यही बातें डिस्कस कर रहे थे कि कैसे आरबीआई में जो कुछ चल रहा है वहां पे भी कहीं कम ओवेज जो है कम्युनिकेशन का ही इशू है और सरकार ये भी बात उठ के आई कि एक तरह से मतलब अगर ठेठ हिंदी भाषा में कहे कि कॉलर पकड़ के काम कराने के फिराक में रहती है पहले तो कॉन्ग्रेचुलेशन जो आपकी खबर का इम्पैक्ट हुआ है और वहां के लोकल मीडिया के लिए भी एक बड़ी जीत है दूसरा की जो आप कह रहे थे लाठी चार्ज वाला मसला ये पहला मामला नहीं है जब से योगी आदित्यनाथ मुख्यमंत्री बने हैं आप पहले तो जैसे आपने वो बात कही ना कि भाई सरकार ने ये स्टैंड रखा है कि हमने जांच कर लिया और दूध का दूध पानी का पानी हो चुका है तो तमाम जो आरोप चुनावों में लगाए गए इस भारतीय जनता पार्टी और राष्ट्रीय अध्यक्ष अमित शाह और तमाम बीजेपी नेताओं के द्वारा अभी उसी लाइन पे जो आरोप वो लगा रहे थे समाजवादी पार्टी पे या उससे पहले बहुजन समाज पार्टी पे जो लगते थे आरोप उसी लाइन पे उसी ढर्रे पे क्या ये सरकार नहीं चल रही है नंबर एक नंबर दो कि ये पहला वाक्य नहीं है जब लाठीचार्ज हुआ है निश्चित रूप से हर प्रोटेस्ट में अलग अलग एलिमेंट्स होते हैं और एक टाइम पे जाके उस प्रोटेस्ट को कंट्रोल रख में रखना संभव नहीं होता है लॉन ऑर्डर सिचुएशन खड़ी हो जाती है लेकिन बार बार अगर वही स्थिति हो रही है वो भी राजधानी में लखनऊ में तो क्या एक गवर्नमेंट के चैनल्स का फेलियर नहीं है क्या वहां से एक मंत्री एक विधायक एक रिप्रेजेंटेटिव जाके इन लोगों से बात नहीं कर सकता है क्योंकि ये रिपीट हो रहा है ट्रेंड बनता जा रहा है नहीं मैंने इस बात का पहले भी जिक्र किया अगर आपने ध्यान दिया होगा जी मैं ये कह रहा हूँ कि रिपीटेड इवेंट इसीलिए हो रहे हैं कि कहीं ना कहीं संवाद की एक बड़ी कमी है आप इसको ये भी कह सकते हैं कि जो सत्ता का एरोगेंस है वो यहाँ से लेके जहाँ भी आपने जिन संदर्भों का जिक्र किया है उसमें कहीं ना कहीं आड़े आ रहा है अगर मिल बैठ के बात हो एक समन्वय का रास्ता निकाला जाए एक जैसे भाजपा सरकारों में संघ में और भाजपा में एक बड़ा प्रचलित शब्द है समन्वय जी आपने सुना भी होगा कि अक्सर सरकार संघ और उनके संगठनों के समन्वय बैठते होते जिससे एक संवाद हो और एक दूसरे के जो एजेंडे है वो शेयर हो सके और एक जो एक कौन सा शब्द मैं कहूँ की एक समन्वित लाइन लेके एक लेके एक आम राय वाली लाइन लेके ही चले समन्वय की व्यवस्था को सरकार में भी लागू होना चाहिए अफसर अगर बात नहीं कर रहा है अफसर इंटरटेन नहीं कर रहा है जो भी प्रोटेस्टर्स हैं जो भी उनके मुद्दे हैं तो इसमें जवाबदेही तय होनी चाहिए मैं आपको एक बहुत बुनियादी उदाहरण होता हूँ ये यही नहीं पूरे देश में आपको लागू होता है अफसर शाही कैसे काम करती है जी कभी भी जो ब्यूरोक्रेसी का प्रमोशन है खास आई के आईएस के प्रमोशन आज तक रिकॉर्ड है कि आज तक कभी भी तय डेट से अगले दिन नहीं हुए हैं <laughs> लेकिन उसी आईएस के नीचे काम करने वाली जो पूरी लेग है कर्मचारियों की उनके जो सोलहवें साल में ड्यू प्रमोशन और छब्बीसवें साल में मिलता है तो सारे जो इशू है यही से पैदा होते हैं लेकिन इसकी जवाबदेही चाहे कोई भी सरकार हो चाहे ये जिन्होंने परिवर्तन की बात करके आए या जो पहले कर रहे थे कोई भी इस मुद्दे को एड्रेस ही नहीं कर रहा है अफसर शाही सरकार हर जगह चला रही है वो जैसे चाह रही है वैसे लोगों को घुमा रही है और एंटरटेन कर रही है तो सबसे बड़ी वजह यही है दूसरा जो एक आपने बताया था जो आखिर आरोप क्या इनके ऊपर चश्पा हो रहे हैं कि नहीं हो रहे देखिए अभी इनको समय लगेगा लेकिन ये सही है कि सोलह महीने के सरकार में शिक्षक भर्ती में सीबीआई जांच का आदेश होना ये एक बड़ा सेटबैक है ये सरकार की इमेज पे पहला बड़ा डेंट लगा है जी प्रेम सर थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस एंड अगेन कॉन्ग्रेचुलेशन ऑन द इम्पैक्ट ऑफ योर स्टोरी थैंक यू वेरी मच सो अमित कमिंग टू यू ओवर द लास्ट वीक व्हाट हैव यू सीन द मीडिया रिपोर्टिंग ऑन और मिसिंग आउट इन द रिपोर्टेज मिसिंग आउट आई हैव ऑलरेडी डिस्कस्ड आई थिंक इट वाज अबाउट आरबीआई एंड स्पेसिफिकली अबाउट द टीवी मीडिया करेक्ट बट व्हिच वाज ओवर रिपोर्टेड वाज एंड स्पेशली द वे इट वाज रिपोर्टेड वाज अयोध्या 
only about from when the hearing would start and the yeah so giving that wrong message to the audience and playing it out in a way and that actually rolls the ball for the fringe elements on the ground and within a week we know what has happened now a you misreported things b you hyped things out of context and third you set a ground for fringe elements to start a debate around how supreme court is against hindus how the present cgi chief justice of india is not taking the biggest hindu issue on priority and i mean it's almost like challenging what the supreme court is doing i mean it it's sort of undermining what the order that the court is doing and because all, hmm. i mean channels are putting out statements like is the supreme court right in delaying justice i'm like and anyway there was no requirement requir- it, it hmm. is also got to do with the resources as i said as we were discussing something like this they know it will grab eyeballs hmm. and they have to take a stand ki you know ye anti hindu hai something as technical as say the rbi issue or any other financial issue the general news channels will not spend so much or you know you know put so much resources on yahan par unko pata hai ki upar se ek order aaya hai ki isko ye spin dena hai 10 reporter khade kar do court ke bahar bjp headquarters mein char reporter bhej do mahol ban jayega tum ek fringe bula lo ek right winger bula lo ek left winger bula lo fringe ban jayega this is the easiest form of journalism this is not journalism but to semantics pe dekha jaye to journalism hi hua na i mean it's not <laughs> this no. is the easiest form I, of it let's sorry. say <laughs> i disagree this yeah. is not journalism but but there was a smarter way to do it you know i mean e- even if you wanted to do it you should have waited for 24 hours or maybe 48 hours for the rss press conference which happened from bombay and the senior leaders uh, i think bhaiya ji joshi was holding that press conference he said in uh, during the conference very clearly that uh, supreme court uh, sarvottam nyayalay jo hai wo uh, hinduon ke ikshā की जो जरूरत है उस मतलब जो इच्छा है उसको प्रायोरिटी पे नहीं रख रही है तो यू शुड वेटेड फॉर दैट देन यू कुड एक्चुअली रन दर न्यूज सेइंग भैया जी जोशी इज सेइंग एक्स वाई जी सुप्रीम कोर्ट पे लगाए बड़े आरोप इट्स इजियर राइट अरे माहौल बनाना है ना विकास बोल के आए थे ठीक है तुम बोले थे विकास आएगा अच्छे दिन आएंगे प्रो डेवलपमेंट यू नो प्रो यू नो इकोनॉमिक प्रोग्रेस इलेक्शन इन ट्वेंटी यू नो दैट यू डिड नॉट कुड नॉट प्रोमिस ऑन एनी ऑफ दैट तो अभी tried and tested back to the old formula mandir masjid ha so everyone knows this is what they going to do aur mahol badana bhi hai na but you know amit even hmm. on even on that particular point i think i think the court took a it also took a firm stand by saying that no we have our own priorities and we are going to do this according to time not just because you're saying that it's a 100 year old matter but we are going to take our own time it wasn't just a diwali breather that the court was aiming hmm. for it was more of a stance also saying that we will tackle this in our own time as and when it comes up right and ra- not only supreme court even the uh, allahabad high court or whatever hearings have happened so far the court has been maintaining that we do not care whether it exactly. is about hindu muslim whatever but we sentiments and emotions this is for us this is a title suit this is about suit. law above religion no this is about title suit zameen ka masla hai अब जमीन किसकी है राम की है घनश्याम की हमको मतलब नहीं है जमीन के हिसाब से देखेंगे इसको एग्जैक्टली गौरव आई वॉन्ट टू कम थी वट डू थिंक द मीडिया कवर्ड वट डू थिंक द मीडिया मिस्ड 
अच्छा वन मोर थिंग मैं इसमें राम शाम करने के क्या है मैं किसी भी धर्म और किसी भी पंथ की भावनाओं को ठेस पहुंचाने के लिए नहीं बोल रहा था ग्रेट डिस्कलेमर यस ओके सो आई थिंक ओवर रिपोर्टेड वाज इन प्रॉब्ली एवरी फैसेट इन एवरी वे पॉसिबल विद ओपिनियन ओपेड्स शॉर्ट पीसेस रिपोर्टेज आई वाज प्रॉब्लीफिनेटलीट फॉर दैट डे रीडिंग ओनली अबाउट दैट बट अ स्टोरी दैट टोटली डिजर्व टू नॉट ओनली बी पिक्ट अप बाई द नेशनल मीडिया बट इट्स अटल सरप्राइजिंग दैट इट वेंट मिसिंग वन इट हैपन वॉज एन इंसिडेंट दैट हैपन ड्यूरिंग दुर्गा पूजा ऑन ट्वेंटी अक्टोबर इन बिहार सीतामरी डिस्ट्रिक्ट वेर अ एटी इयर ओल्ड मुस्लिम मैन वॉज publicly not only lynched by a mob he was burnt in like full public view for all the listeners out there cherry is cringing very hard right now while listening to these details now we desensitized anymore we don't we, we don't longer care it's, it's like we have rhino hide I mean, yeah. we should ye ye nahi we should but itni sare ho rahe ki ye bhi roz ki khabar hai yaar kaun chalayega he totally has a point on that cherry you should I stop mean, cringing you guys <laughs> you really need a sensitization course but yes okay the so, media missed it is what you're saying yeah so but the funny part about it is that it was not only a mob lynching in full public view the man was 80 years old once again he's a muslim man and this happened because apparently the durga puja procession was not allowed to pass But through why, a certain area how did the media miss this because lynchings and when it's muslim victims they usually cover it in fact i think quint was the only one to do the story on like when did the quint do it yeah quint, uh, quint did it on the first if i'm not wrong right now on the first so before this astak did the report or and this was astak web they reported I, the whole the whole story yeah they reported the whole story but it was on the web again i'm maintaining okay. this okay. i don't know about tv so i cannot say whether the tv reported it mm. and they also put out the fact that you know the administration there tried to uh, keep things hush the matter yeah no in okay so uh, apparently in contrast to that the quint reported by saying that the police officials had issued a prior warning saying that there might be clashes in this area and Okay so my my question is why the 18 year why the 80 year old man Apparently, he wasn't even a part of the clashes yeah, yeah, he was just like per, a bystander he was returning from his daughter's home hmm. that's what i read you know uh, it was he was just returning from his daughter's home he was just poor guy just caught caught in the so thank god for uh, web uh, web journalism thank god for social media so you know uh, apparently here it's definitely thank god to millat times apparently who the cops have sent a i have sent a notice to saying that you have to pull down the video because what happened Why? is there was a video that went viral mm. over facebook and whatsapp and it shows all of it it shows mm. the lynching it shows the burning it shows it shows people walking away and millat times had uploaded the video which went viral mm. so it really raises I mean, a huge sure. question mark that do we need someone like millat times to show us even if they are pushing it for their own agenda do mm. we need that to actually pick up the news and like break it how come it mm. went missing from newspapers channels all of it this was last week right yeah and this the incident happened question. on 20th october guys uh, it, it was it, just it, 20th october yeah it was durga puja durga puja have. is like a festival where you celebrate the win of good over evil I mean, and this this even is happening in broad daylight even if it wasn't durga puja this should have been covered this is i want to ask you a question when sure. you said missing i mean i what do you guys you guys because i'm sure that we in the mainstream english or hindi mm. media in the capital i mean the mainstream studios or the newsrooms missed it i'm sure the regional media the ones who are there the stringers and the rep- local reporters they must have funnily enough when i did when i when i did a deep search on the web mm. i didn't see too many local reports that were authentic they were all probably breaking up not even a single column with chipkado types barely anything none of them had the the authority statement quint had that to like corroborate Achha. with and the point here is that if a local paper or a regional paper would have picked up the story before millat times 
actually pushed out this video, then there could have been some amount of damage control that could have been done. You could have been getting your news from a news publication, but you got it from Millard Times with a video that shows you all that went wrong. So even the local reporters, the district reporters of the Blingba, of the regional press or the Hindi press missed it. Did not break the story. Yeah, so that that was bad. So I have three things to talk about. One was uh, Mohammed Hanif. Uh, he's a novelist who wrote an op-ed column for the NYT about Asia Bibi's acquittal by the Pakistan Supreme Court. But the Pakistan Bureau of the New York Times left a blank space instead of running his column. And his column, I think, is actually really great. He calls upon how the media played a role in sort of what led to the trial of Asia Bibi. And even after that, I mean, Mm -hmm. whoever stood for Asia Bibi's support, whether it be bureaucrats or uh, legislators, like two of them were killed. So that was a very good op-ed, which I was just surprised that NYT sort of left a blank Mm -hmm. space, which sort of showed their complicity. Another thing that I thought social media picked up, but it wasn't a report report, but it just surprised me was Arnab Goswami's appointment to the Nehru Memorial Museum and Library. All his career, he has blasted the so-called Latians Kabal and the Latians media. Now he's right. And I think this was done over the weekend, you know, when like there wasn't much news happening. It was tried to make like hmm. it was probably assumed it's going to go unnoticed for a couple of days it's one of those notifications which you won't read twice yeah. it will be like you go to the ministry's website and you'll you have, have to search for the, the notifications yeah. tab click on notifications and circulars but Arnav Goswami the was trending yeah. on Twitter yeah so kudos to the reporter who actually took the trouble of going to the ministry's website and finding that notification it could just have been yeah. another leak yeah but I'm really surprised that like Pratap Bhanu Mehta would no longer be there and instead of an academician or no Right. The last thing that I wanted to talk about was the Tin Sukhya killings. Five people were shot dead by suspected Ulfa militants. Ulfa has though denied that they had any role in it. But the reports that are coming out is that these guys were targeted because two Nepali witnesses who were walking by were let go by these shooters. So, I mean, I didn't see the media picking up the story as much. It's people being targeted. It's five people being made to stand in line and being shot dead. The most convenient excuse for Delhi media, the tyranny of distance. <laughs> I I really hope we can sort of get over yeah. all these tyrannies of PR, tyranny yeah. of distance. So that was what I wanted to speak about. Uh, like Arup, to, you wanted yeah, to... Yeah, I want hmm. to make one quick quick point about the... We spoke about so many things regarding the RBI and the hmm. government. I would like to make one quick point about the role of the finance minister Arun Jaitley. Hmm. Now, this man is supposed to be the ultimate peacemaker. He hmm. broke a peace between the government and opposition ahead of parliament sessions, between two warring rivals, factions, whatever. My thing is, as the finance minister, and he claims he shares good relationships with everyone. Hmm. My only question to the finance minister would be, as the finance minister, why could you not tell your bureaucrats to back off in certain situations and tell your governor to compromise? These things could have easily been sorted behind the mm-hmm. scenes without it coming to the public domain. It would have been great for the government. Mm-hmm. Second, it's a more a disclaimer. These are all my views. Whatever I discuss <laughs> in my views, I like my job. We have too I have many disclaimers. To quite a few disclaimers on this yeah, show I have today. my EMIs to pay. Uh, <laughs> these are all my views, not of my employers. And yes, uh, about Arun Jaitley, you know, why would you make such a statement in the public when... And after that statement, actually, the whole RBI crisis came out in public and people started noticing when he said, you know, the uh, elected are held accountable. That was was actually in response to Viral Acharya's speech. So once he said this, Hmm. people even 
I mean, people started noticing the entire yeah, issue. Yeah, the those who don't track it, yeah, agree. Yeah. Okay, guys. With that, we come to the close of the podcast. But before we go, wait. Do you guys want to share your recommendations? Uh, yeah. Uh, Tamal da Tamal Bondopadhyay of formerly of Mint. Now he writes for. He's a consulting editor, for columnist for mm-hmm. BS. If anyone wants to understand banking properly, there are few people you must read. One is Tamal Bondopadhyay of Mint. Second is uh, A.K. Bhattacharya of Business Standard. Actually, two people. That's A-K-B it. A.K.B. is really good. Yeah. And yeah, Shamal Majumdar of Business Standard. Boss of mine. So you're ensuring your EMIs do yeah. not stop. <laughs> Uh, Gaurav, what do you want to recommend? I actually have a very interesting piece I came across day before yesterday. The BBC released the list of the 100 greatest foreign films ever. 100 greatest. Uh-huh. And in spite of all the box office success that Hindi films or Bollywood shares, there's only one Indian film that made it into the top 100 at number 15. It was Satyajit Ray's, Satyajit Ray's uh, Pathir Panchali, if I'm mm-hmm. not wrong. And... Uh, that really says a lot with so many, you know, big releases that are going to come up now in the next in mm-hmm. the next year that in the past so many years, you guys, if the category is even narrowed down to best foreign film, it's it's still going to be Satyajit mm-hmm. Ray up there. And the number one position was a Kurosawa film, Seven Samurais. Amit, what do you want to recommend? First, I protest. This is the biasness of exactly. the <laughs> What? <laughs> what is this the biasness of? Yeah. I think Anurag Kashyap is a better director than oh. Kurosawa. <laughs> <laughs> BBC <laughs> who who are they I agree with who him. are they to judge our exactly movies, huh? oh god guys yeah. i think one okay. more disclaimer is pending yeah. <laughs> okay so uh, my recommendation is uh, uh, the first episode of Patriot Act of uh, Hassan Minaj. Actually, actually nice. all three episodes. Patriot mm. Act is pretty, pretty solid. Mm. So, yeah, the one on Amazon, yeah. definitely. I want to recommend Mohammed Hanif's column. It's called Blasphemy, uh, Pakistan's New Religion. Uh, you'll find it on NYT's website to read that. So, I want to thank you all, dear listeners, for sending us your feedback and your love. Keep writing to us. You can write to contact at News Laundry. And because... Your feedback is the only way all of us, including Amit, can improve and be independent and free. Do it for so, Amit, guys. Do it for I, Amit. I would like to add one last point to your listeners. Sure. Guys, great. You can watch your TV channels and you can get your news from TV. But please also go to the websites like News Laundry and other websites. Read them. Read the papers. You want to understand a topic? You can get a mm-hmm. big. You can get. You can get. You can get a sort of a sketch of what's happening through TV channels. But you really want to understand what's happening? Read the newspaper, guys and read multiple newspapers. Thank you. So, like Arup said, please subscribe uh, either to News Laundry or any other independent news organization of your choice. To subscribe to News Laundry, you can visit newslaundry.com slash subscription. Happy subscribing and thank you, Pan. Bye. Thank Thank you. you. Have a good Diwali, guys. Happy Diwali. Happy Happy Diwali. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.